This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, my friends? This is Damian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 207. This week's episode is bittersweet, to say the least, and it has to do with the bitterness of losing an idol such as Kobe Bryant as a whole in terms of what he meant to a lot of people, what he meant to the city of Los Angeles, what he meant to sports, and uh, the sweetness, if you can call it that, of performing at the Grammys. And ironically, it was at the Staples Center, which is basically the house that Kobe Bryant built like a... Alicia Keys herself said it. So I wanted to quickly talk about that. In advance, I want to apologize for the potential not so good quality of this recording, but I am packing to leave to Europe in about 10 minutes and I cannot find my microphone anywhere. So before I get started, as usual, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, Vader Drumsticks, LP Percussion, Remo Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Simpad Accessories, Yuka Tape, Nirvana handpans, U-Base by Kala, and last but not least, Ultimate Ears in-ear monitors. And if you're looking for your very first pair of in-ears, if you're looking to step up your in-ear game, if you're looking for the greatest listening experience uh, with a quality control and customer service that matches any and every ambition that you might have or what you want out of a company, look no further. Ultimate Ears are the best in the game, the best reps, the best people. And if you are in the LA area and you want to pay a visit to their office in the Third Encore Complex, you can do so in North Hollywood and you can look for my friend Joe Lester and he will help you out and guide you to uh, whatever you need. And if you're online and if you want to buy Ultimate Ear stuff, check out their website. And if you email my same friend, Joe Lester, at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com, you will get a 20% discount if you email him the code DA20DA20. So I have to be sort of full disclosure and mention that performing at the Grammys was never, has never been something that I have ever seen as a goal or anything or, or something I should say that I see as necessarily validating anything having to do with musicality, with success, with um, gratitude, with anything. It, it just it just so happens to be an award show that a lot of people care about. And, you know, I've always been vocal about my not dislike of the Grammys by no means, but in general, I don't love awards in the arts. And I'm a hypocrite because whenever my friends get Uh, nominated when my bosses and friends like the Jonas Brothers get nominated I get super excited and then suddenly the awards mean a lot so uh, I do raise my hand and I admit that I there's that duality when it comes with uh, being so close to the event that makes me feel like a hypocrite from time to time but with uh, with that said I must say that performing at the Grammys because it's such a big deal for a lot of people could be considered as the biggest gig that you can have. But what excited me the most uh, pre-performance with the Jonas Brothers, of course, was the opportunity that I would have to perform in front of people, not so much performing in front of them, but being in the same room and being able to look out in the crowd and seeing people. So 
when we did sound check, it was absolutely incredible to see the crowd and see not the physical people or literal people, but their names. And um, it was just outstanding to see names like uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And to my right, I could see um, Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon Osbourne. I could see Herbie Hancock or their names. Of course, Demi Lovato. I could also see Aerosmith and Gary Clark Jr. And a whole plethora of people that are unbelievable. And to be in the same room as them was outstanding, let alone perform um and of course, I, they didn't go to see me, and I wasn't the the attraction or my band. It was the the much deserved, and even though they didn't win the award, and now suddenly I don't like awards if my friends didn't win them. Uh, the Jonas Brothers, and it was outstanding, an absolutely incredible experience. Um, and as far as what the highlight was, if you can say that, all things considered, was that the one person that I could actually see in the crowd was while I was performing, you know, because before that you you get very sort of, you focus a lot, in, or at least I do, and I try not to be faced by that or internalize anything that's happening. But uh, right after is when it hits me. And being there and seeing Iggy Pop watch his play uh, was something incredibly surreal and something that I could never, ever even begin to put into words. But aside from anything personal and any sort of highlight that I could could talk about, I have to say or reiterate the the obvious news and the obvious theme, which was in L.A., L.A. Live, Staples Center, Los Angeles, California, the world, um, the, the passing of such an idol for so many people like it, like Kobe Bryant was. And, you know, there you are in, in, in a day that is to a degree, if you drink the Kool-Aid and you feel that it is validating and you're there and you're in, in the biggest you know stage in the world and everybody's going to be watching friends from all over the world and people reach out and wish me luck and all this other stuff and it's all about you know thinking about doing a great job and focusing on the task at hand and being artistic and all that other stuff and then you hear news like that and just how the entire thing changes the vibe um the people their their state of a mental state emotional state people that don't care about basketball people that care about basketball and it's just absolutely so sad to hear about kobe and his daughter of course and it's just very very difficult so you know my whole point with this podcast it isn't necessarily about to give you the skinny on what it is to play at, at the grammys maybe i'll save that for another day when the time is right but just in case you need to hear it um value life every day reach out to people that you love tell them that you love them um, just cherish every single moment that you have here because we never know when it'll be our last and that's why i do the my drum tributes on on instagram and and and, and try, i just try to reach out the drummers that i admire and respect and just people in general don't be afraid to give a compliment don't be afraid to tweet at somebody that you admire and respect don't be afraid to send them a message on instagram or tell that person how you feel just just do it. And yeah, you hear this all the time. I hear it all the time, but sometimes we forget. And obviously tragedies are a somber reminder of that. But I just wanted to let you guys know that, that um, you know, if you're also going through some hard times and you don't know how to deal with, with um, mourning and you don't know how to deal with the loss of somebody and you need somebody to reach out to, I'm here. And just, just know that um, 
you can count on me. And it, it's one of those things where life for us artists, art is our lives. And you've heard me talk, you've heard me talk at nauseum about how we're, we're people at the end of the day, not only musicians, but it's not like we're not musicians at the end of the day. That's part of who we are, our identity, our sense of belonging, our raison d'etre and all those things. But like, we need to be aware that life is life and it's precious and to, 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 have our priorities together um, is a very deep, complicated game, if you want to see it that way. Um, but we just have to concentrate and try to be the best that we can be at being the best that we can be. So um, again, I'm very thankful to the Jonas Brothers, Chase Foster, the whole management and everybody to, to allow me to be part of, of this incredible night and to showcase some of the instruments that I play very, very proudly and to see some of my friends there and the people that won and the tributes that were paid to Kobe and, and so on and so forth. And it's just absolutely incredible. And one of those things that it's not necessarily for me or, or a personal goal. I see it as a win for Venezuela, for my high school, El Peñón, for all my friends, for everybody that has supported me. As always, this isn't a team. Uh, it, this is not a solo effort. This is a team effort, a family effort. Um, and that is all I got today. Um, thank you all so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. Music.